Welcome to this week's Screen Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service, and I'm a horticulture educator serving uh, DuPage, Kane, and Kendall counties. And this week I wanted to continue this whole January theme here of, of uh, growing uh, fruit trees in the home orchard. Uh, your home orchard might be no more than just two trees. Um, if it's a self-pollinating uh, tree, it might your home orchard might be one tree. Uh, six to ten is not uncommon. The idea of our home orchard, of course, is that we um, get to grow fruits that we can't find at the uh, grocery store, that we can't find at a farmer's market, that we can't find at the local um, pick-your-own orchard come, come late summer, fall. So it's an opportunity to um, have that variety we want. It's also the an opportunity or the challenge of, of successfully growing a tree from perhaps a just a whip up into a tree that in three to five years is really producing fruits for us that we can enjoy from then on. One of the areas that I wanted to address this week, though, was uh, when you're when you're talking about uh, either a young tree that's a young tree that's not in a production yet, or a mature tree that is in, in that's yielding its full potential to you in your yard, there are insects and foliar diseases that you that you want to be aware of. Uh, recognize that the productivity of the tree is based on the foliage that's on the tree. All those leaves there are generating the energy that's creating the apple or the cherry or the peach or apricot that we're after. And if you have insects that are doing extensive damage to the foliage, that's the food factory. So um, anything less than, uh, you know, the factory being in full production um, is going to give you a lesser lesser of a yield that might influence the flavor, that might influence the size of the fruits you get if the foliage is heavily damaged. So usually when we're talking about insects, we're concerned about those insects that will feed on the feed on the leaves, whether they're a skeletonizer, whether they eat the leaf entirely right down to the midrib or eat the thing totally down to the to the bud. Uh, you, you, the, those are the kind of insects that you're typically looking for. Other insects that can be of trouble would be, and we're all probably familiar with an insect we all know as an aphid. The aphid um, um, essentially removes the liquid sap or energy from the tree. So you might not have leaf feeders removing the leaf itself, reducing the amount of food available to the tree. But the aphids are doing the same thing, just a little bit farther down the line. So leaf feeding insects, uh, sap feeding insects, these are, these are a couple different kinds that you really want to be aware of. In terms of foliar diseases, the, the, the same result is going to happen. If you have damaged leaves, they're not as productive. You're not going to get the energy into the, into the, into the apple, into the cherry again, into the whatever fruit tree you're, you've got growing. So you want to be aware of, in particular, probably leaf diseases. Uh, there are diseases that also attack the fruit. That's another, another story, but at least you're getting the fruits. Uh, so you want to uh, be concerned um, with both the both the sap feeding insects, the the leaf feeding insects, and then when it comes to the diseases, many of the uh, diseases there are what we call leaf spot diseases. Some worse than others. Uh, examples would be on an apple, for example. We have cedar apple rust. Uh, it distorts the leaf. It causes damage on the leaf, but the leaf stays on the tree and continues to provide food into the system to produce that fruit. 
On the other hand, there's another disease called apple scab. Uh, that disease, unfortunately, causes the entire leaf to fall off the tree, and your tree by midsummer can look pretty much defoliated. Uh, you're not going to get much of a fruit load at that point because there's no, no energy there to produce the crop. So some diseases are worse than the others. Keep, uh, keep that in mind. Um, in terms of other things we should do for young trees, um, during any kind of severe weather or expected uh, very, very cold winters on a young tree that's got a thin bark, you want to protect that bark from not only the weather, the cold weather, from, from freeze cracks or, or uh, sun scalding, but you also want to protect that uh, young tree, the young bark, from, uh, say, rabbit damage. So there's some things we should think about when we have our younger fruit trees. On rabbits, we can use cages, we can use wraps. Uh, to protect uh, the trunk from cold weather. That's where the wrap comes in to keep the direct sun off of it. Uh, We can use mulches to protect the young root system. That's relatively shallow in the soil at that point. Um, If you're in an area that you know has, has, um, uh, you're in the deer path, so to speak, you know you can um, uh, protect your tree as well through the use of cages. They just have to be much taller cages than that of a rabbit. Uh, those taller cages work very well on young trees where you can pretty much capture the entire tree inside the bigger cage and keep it out of reach of the deer. Uh, while, I, while I mentioned uh, mulching the soil to protect the young root system for sudden, from sudden uh, freeze-thaw cycle changes that we might have in the soil, the other thing that uh, the tree trunk and the and the upper root system needs to be protected from might also be mice. So this is why we never suggest we put mulch right up to the trunk of the tree because it's just a, 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 a great avenue. Uh, the, the mice feed underneath the mulch and right onto the bark of the tree and the surface roots that are there. So we need to protect, perhaps protect from mice as well. We've always suggested that if you're growing your fruit tree in the lawn, that uh, you provide a good good mulching that keeps uh, the weed string trimmer, the weed whacker away from the trunk of the tree and the lawnmower away from the trunk of the tree. That also discourages uh, things like the field mice as well because it uh, exposes them uh, then out in the open if you have a if you have an open area around the tree. So the lawnmower and string trimmers uh, can be uh, devastating to the tree as well. Uh, some of the other things that can happen is 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 what goes on in the world if you've got family and neighbors coming over and kids playing. Um, kids love to climb trees and pull down branches, and on a young fruit tree, they're relatively uh, brittle, if you will, and can easily be broken um, by accident, of course, but yet the damage is done. So you're back to starting to create another scaffold branch again on a young tree, and that just delays the formation of the good, stra- uh, strong scaffold structure that you really want. So watch out for the, for the kids. On, an, on older, mature trees, um, you're, you're really then uh, probably more focused at that point on diseases and insects, keeping the fruit clean uh, with cover sprays. Um, certainly you can still have rabbit damage, but the tree is much more, uh, or, or, or a deer feeding, but the tree is much larger, the bark is rougher, and the rabbits don't like it so much. Uh, There's more tree left after the deer are done feeding, so there's some recovery that can be done. So some of these things make, uh, on a mature tree, become a bit easier. 
As you can guess, though, there are other things that need to happen on a mature tree that didn't need to happen on a young tree. So you're kind of trading responsibilities a bit. So it's certainly worth having the home orchard. It's certainly worth having your own, the the bragging rights uh, to go out and be able to um, harvest a peach and bring it in the house and cut it up for your Cheerios. Uh, so um, the home orchard is very much a, a, um, a great challenge and a benefit to the yard uh, and, a, and, a, and can be a very good personal enjoyment for the, for the home orchardist. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up. Always a pleasure. I'll be back again next week.